Pastor Varun and Pastor Don Lahaprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church, Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's dynamic teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. We are so proud of our youth here. They are really on fire for God. They live for God. You know, they are extraordinary young people in this city. Amen. They are simple, but they are powerful. Amen. Powerful and anointed. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the Word of God? As you know already, today the service is going to last longer than normal. <laughs> I just want to let you know. <laughs> Praise God. Can I see your smile? You know, when we come into the house of God, we need to be happy. Amen. We need to rejoice in the Lord our God. The Bible says rejoice is a command. Rejoice in the Lord our God. We should be happy people, smiling. Amen. We are not in the funeral ceremony. We are in the celebration. We are in a party. Amen. Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. Ho, ho, ho. Ha, ha. <laughs> Amen. The church should be a happy place. Otherwise, people don't want to become a Christian because they all look sad. Christians should be happy people. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Today, we're going to start a series. We finished the series called Kingdom Authority. If you missed church meeting in the past few weeks, get the CD. We have four CD regarding Kingdom Authority. And today, we'd like to talk about core values of our church, what we believe. And the core values is the things in your heart from the Bible. You know that this is what we believe and we want to practice. The goal, the direction of the church, the plan can change according to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can guide us from one place to another place. The Holy Spirit is compared to the wind, that the wind can blow us and move us different directions. Like three years ago, God said, produce CD and don't sell the CD. That is the wind of the Holy Spirit telling us to produce the teaching. This morning when I was driving to church, I told Pastor Da that thank God that he told us to start the CD ministry and give it for free. And actually, our church is feeding spiritually many thousand people around the world. You may not know that a lot of people, their main food is our teaching from podcasts. They told me, they emailed me, they come and greet me and shake my hand and say, do you know your teaching from this church, this relatively small church is feeding their spiritual life. They say that this is their main dish every single day. They listen to our teaching three or four times. That is the direction God gives us. And then God gives us direction to go to Thailand. And now we're going to go out in the provinces. So the Holy Spirit can change the direction of the church. But we still have the core values that dictate who we are, how we serve God, how we behave in the church, how we relate to one another. And it's good to know our core values. And today I want to talk about the first one. The first one is that we are the church that want to totally yield to the Word of God. We want to yield to the Word of God. Our church really honor the Word of God. We really believe that the Word of God is our standard, is our truth that we're going to hang on and we're going to yield to the Word of God. No matter what, not Pastor Lau's opinion, not Pastor Caesar's opinion, not what the government say, not what our parents say, but 
we're going to look at what the Word of God says, and we're going to follow the Word of God. We yield to the Word of God. Why do we yield to the Word of God? Because the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 to 17, I will read from NLT, New Living Translation. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip His people to do every good work. What a powerful scripture. The Bible says every verse, everything in the Bible is inspired by the Spirit of God. Yes, men wrote it. But the thoughts that that those men wrote the Bible came directly from God. This book is the love letter from God. Amen? This book is not just a book that man tried to write. In fact, before I became a Christian, I was a Buddhist. I think that the Bible is something like uh, 10 people sit around a round table and discuss what we're going to write in the Bible. But after I studied the Bible, I find out that the Bible was written in the range of 1,600 years and written by 42 people in different generations, in different places of the world. And God inspired them to write something from His heart. And it's amazing, even though they were writing this in the different places, different continents, different languages and cultures and backgrounds and different time frame, different century. But if you read the whole Bible, it sounds like one man was writing the book. Why? Because God the Almighty was behind the, the writing of those people. It's so proven that God is so real. As a scientist, I'm a doctor, I'm a neurosurgeon. After I study and find out this miracle of 42 people writing the book in different time frame, and it came out like one man wrote the book. You don't need to convince me that God is real. It's real. God is definitely real from the scientific thinking because it's the evidence of God's reality. So that's why I really honor the Bible. I believe the Bible is the letter from God. Amen? And Christianity is about relationship. Christianity is not a religion. It's about relationship between us and the living God. Some people told me that why Pastor Lau replied the email so fast? And my wife said, why do you check email all the time? Every time I can check email, I will check email. You know why I check email and I reply so fast? I want to tell you the reason. Not because I'm a workaholic. I'm not a work... Uh, maybe a workaholic a little bit. <laughs> but not because of workaholic. But you know why? Because I honor those who write to me. When people write to you and you ignore and dump into the trash, or you even ignore, you don't even read that email for five days unless you don't have the email in Thailand. When you read the email, it means, I honor you, and I want to reply you as soon as possible to let you know you are important to my heart. You see the point? Because it's about relationship. Reading and replying email is about relationship to me. It's not about just somebody writing to me. The same thing. If we love God and we value Him, we will read this email. This is an email from God. Some of you, it's email because you never read that page for the rest. This is the first time you read that page, so it's email to you, but in the form of the Bible. You read His writing to you, and you respond to Him. 
He should show honor that I honor you, Lord. Whatever you want to say to me, I want to read it. The same principle with email. Amen. You want to honor God by reading and knowing what He say. Okay. The second thing why we want to yield to the Word of God, the Bible say in John chapter six verse sixty-three. The Bible say in NLT, the Spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. And the very words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. We believe that the Word of God has power to give you life. I believe that the Bible says when God created heavens and the earth, what did He do? He put out the hammer. He put out the screwdriver. Did He do that? Did He put out a tractor to create the heaven and the earth? No, he spoke. He said, let there be light. The light came. His spoken word is so powerful to create something. It has a power of creation. The same thing, the word of God. When you announce it, when you declare it, when you know it, it can produce life in yourself, produce spiritual blessing, eternal life. It produces your physical blessing, healing, prosperity, success. Victory in your life. Christians who don't know the Bible really miss a lot on earth here. The Bible says, my people are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. You don't get life if you don't know the Bible. You need to know the Bible, and you need to declare the Bible, and you need to believe in the Bible, and the Bible gives us life. Everyone say life. life. When I talk about life, I don't mean that you just have the heartbeat, boop, 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 72 times per minute. And you have your lung expand with oxygen in, carbon dioxide out. I'm not talking about that kind of life. I'm talking about living. How, how many people see people who walk around but look like a dead person? No happiness, never smile, poor, no money, sick all the time, have to go to see doctor all the time, no life. God wants to give us life, prosperity, success, strength, joy, wisdom, power. Direction. God wants to give us life and He gives to the Word of God. Amen. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 to 22, say, My son, pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to a man's whole body. The Word of God gives us life. It's like a medicine that can heal our body. If you know the word, you claim the word, you believe in the word, you can be healthy for the rest of your life. Amen? You can bump off the sickness. You say, by his stripe, I am healed. You can expect to be stronger physically, healthier physically because you know the word of God. The word of God helps you to get the answer to prayer. The more you know the word, the more you believe in the word, when you pray, you're going to get the answer. John chapter 15, verse 7 says, If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be given to you. Wow, I like this scripture. John 15, 7. It's like a blank check. It's like I give blank check to my wife and say, not to you, to my wife. I cannot give blank check to you. It's dangerous. Sorry. I give blank check to my wife or to Joy, and say, you can write whatever you want. And Joy say, Amen. <laughs> you can write whatever you want. I signed it already. That's what God say. 
that ask whatever you wish, it will be given to you. But definitely, to remain in Jesus and who know the Word of God, fear God and love God and have a personal relationship with God, I want to tell you this. The foundation of your relationship with God is based on two things. Number one, actually three things. Faith, you need to have faith. Two, love, you need to love Him. And three, the things that most Christians in the world lack, the fear of God. When, you, when the Bible says remain in Him, means you have relationship with Him, you love Him, you have faith in Him, and you fear Him, it means you don't play game with Him. You don't be hypocrites and try to do whatever you want, and I don't care what you think. Like what God said to Bang Chi, are you for me or are you for yourself? A lot of people say, I believe God, but I'm for myself. I'm not for God. But if you really have that relationship and you know the Word of God, you're going to pray according to the Word and you're going to see the result. Whatever you ask, it shall be given to you. How many people want a blank check from the Lord? Raise your hand up. What do you need to do? Remain in Jesus and His Word remain in you. Amen. You need to hear the Word of God because the Word of God will build your faith. The Bible says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing of the words of God that preach to you. That's why we produce CDs so you can listen again and again. Faith comes by hearing, hearing of the word of God. That's important to us. The word of God is written by God. The word of God is giving us life. Number three, look at Ephesians chapter 5, 25 to 26. Husband, love your wife just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. The word of God is like water that come and wash us. True Christianity is about relationship with God and wanting to become more like him. It's about repentance and living a holy life, pleasing to God. If you want to please God, you want to become more like Him. Keep changing from glory to glory to glory, changing from being sinner to be more holy and more holy and more holy to become like God. How many people love Jesus and want to please Jesus? Therefore, don't have a stubborn heart and say, God, I don't care what you say in the Bible. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to do my own way. You know, some Christians try to dilute and twist the Bible. They listened. This part, I like it. Okay, I take it. This part, I don't like it. No, 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 no. I don't want this part of the Bible because my worldview, my mentality, my experience tell me another way. I don't like that part of the Bible. I'm going to follow my own way. My dear brother and sister, that is coming against God. True Christians, the Christian who want to please God will say, God, whatever you say in the Bible, I will yield to you and I will yield to your truth. My old idea, I throw it away, and I get your idea. I'm not going to follow my own idea. I'm going to follow God's ideas. And you're going to see, start to see the blessing of God because you surrender to the Word of God. Amen? When I first came to the U.S., I remember that my own idea is that I'm going to act like I know a lot, and I'm going to show to these American doctors that I had been a neurosurgeon for many years. You don't know what you're doing. I'm going to show you resident. But the Word of God said, you cannot do that. You need to humble yourself, serve your boss, even though that chief resident 
men have less, less experience than you, you're going to serve and be humble and show support. I did. And you know what happened? Because I followed the word. The chief resident liked me so much. He told the boss and the promotion come. Because I followed the word of God. I did not get my own idea. I followed the way of the word of God. I surrender to the word of God so that my life will be cleansed by this water. We have a lot of baggages in our life. We learn from TV. We learn from movie. You know, when you watch movie, do you know that you are brainwashed by that movie to think about something? They, they brainwash you. But your, your teachers at school, your parents who are not Christian, they brainwash you and you put into you the things that may not be godly. And you grow up that way. And God said, I want to wash those things out and put into you a new thing. I want to put into you God's truth that will save you and give you success. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 119, verses 9 and 11, How can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart, and do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart, that I might not sin against you. We need to surrender to the word of God. Amen? I want to exhort all of you. Sometimes you may encounter the truth in the Bible that really go against your feelings go against your practice, goes against your worldview or your belief. I want to encourage you to surrender and say, God, even though I feel uncomfortable, I'm going to yield to the Word of God. Amen? Yes. I'm going to yield to the Word of God. Yes. I give you example, one example in my own life. When I started the church, I believe that you know, the church belongs to me. I control all those churches. I, all these things, I'm in control because I'm a pastor. But one day, God deal with me in the Word that my chief belong to me, not to you. Those churches belong to Jesus, not to the pastor. And I surrender right away. I say, from now on, I'm not going to control my church. I'm not going to control people. I'm not going to control those churches. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit be the boss of that church. i just one of the servants too. Amen. Surrender. Whatever God spoke to you in the Word of God, you say, I surrender. I yield to the Word of God. Let Him cleanse you and change you. Not only that, the Word of God is light and guide us to give us direction. How many people want to be successful in life? How many people don't want to make mistakes in life and pay a lot of money because you make mistakes? I don't want to make mistakes. I want the Word of God to guide me so that I know exactly what I need to do. The Bible says in Psalm 119, verse 105, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. If you know the word, you make right choice all the time. If you know the word, you go in the right direction. You will not get into the wrong direction. You will not make wrong decision because you know what the principle of God say in the Bible here. Amen? Amen. The word of God is spirit and life. The Holy Spirit can teach you when you study the Word. He will show you what to understand. So it's so important to know the direction from the Word of God. I want to see our church full of people who love the Word of God. Study the Word of God as a love letter from God to get to know Him. Not just a head knowledge to decorate your brain and boast that I know the Word and start to look down on other people. You need to come to God like children. You need to come to God like my father, I need your help. Could you please teach me? Please guide me. 
Amen. The word of God is also spiritual food that nourishes our life. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, Jesus answered, It is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. How many people want to be healthy physically? Amen. Do you know how to be healthy physically? What do you do? Eat the right food? Sleep enough? Exercise? Rest enough? Is that right? You know, I control diet a lot. I don't eat a lot because I don't want to gain too much weight. I don't want to have all the cholesterol plucked up in my coronary artery into the artery of my brain and get a stroke, heart stroke, brain stroke. I need to eat balanced and very healthy food and don't eat too much that it will kill me. But the same thing with my spiritual life, I need to eat the right food. I need to get into the Word of God to feed my spirit and my soul so that I will be strong inside myself. I will be a strong man. You know, many times our spiritual life affects our physical life. I notice a lot of people are not happy. They're not happy. They complain. They have like a sour attitude. Like, yeah, everything is negative. Just, yeah, all the time negative. You know why? Because they never read the Bible. They never feed their own spirit. The spirit is so sour, so negative, so full of doubt. And that affects their personality, their facial expression, their lifestyle. Everything affected by your spiritual life. That's why it's so important to really feed in here the spirit inside with the word of God. Amen. Make sure that you read the right kind of book. No matter, there are many Christian books out there. But don't trust in all the books though. Some writing may not be good because they teach you to depend on your own strength instead of depend on God or something like that. You have to be careful to read and eat the right kind of food. Amen? Not only the Bible is the food that nourishes us, the Bible says that it produces good fruit in our life. If you want to be fruitful, I'm so glad that I was used by God to go to Thailand to bring 150 people's soul to Christ last week. It's fruit. And I see so many life change there. So many people get set free. So many people get healed by the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to be fruitful in my life. I don't want to just live day by day just for my income, my paycheck, and just buy a house, or live in a house, have a nice car, and that's it. I want to be fruitful. I want to see my kids strong and fruitful to serve God. I want to see this church impact the world for God. And in order to be that fruitful, we need the Word of God. We need to know and practice the Word of God. Amen? We need to really teach the Word and know the Word so that we can practice the Word and the Word will produce fruit in us. In Luke chapter 8, verses 4 to 8, say, Why a large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from town after town, he told his parable, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was gathering the seed, the seed means the Word of God, some fell along the path. It was trampled on, and the birds of the air ate it up. Some fell on rock, and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. Still, other seed fell on good soil, and it came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than that was sown. 
When he said this, he called out, "He who has ear to hear, let him hear." The Bible says that the word of God is like a seed dropped into our heart. Our job is to let the fire of God burn the wrong kind of soil to make a good soil, so that the word of God will produce fruit in our life. How many people want to have blessing, become fruitful hundred times, ninety times, seventy times? You want to be fruitful? Two factors here: good soil and the seed. You need the seed drop into your heart, and you need to have the right heart to receive the seed. Check your heart every single day. What kind of person you are? Are you stubborn? Are you full of doubt? Are you negative all the time? Are you full of sour attitude? Are you full of just complaining attitude? You know, get rid of those things. Being positive, being full of faith, being full of Joy and just ask God to use your heart to be a good soil so that you can produce more fruit. Amen. When I come back home and I saw all those kids who have no shoes and really suffer, and I was thinking, God, it's interesting. People out there in the world are dying and going to hell, and they have no food to eat. They have no shoes to wear. But it's interesting that people in the church are fighting each other for some certain doctrine. And just keep fighting each other in the church. Why the world is dying? That's why we need to check our. What are we doing here? Are we gonna fighting in the church and keep fighting? Are we gonna join hand together and love one another and get into the word and go out and save the lost soul together? Amen. We need to check our heart. We need to have the right focus. Amen. One more thing I want to say. Is that the word of God is like a sword that cut into your heart? The word of God is compared to a sword, or the sword of the spirit. In Ephesians six seventeen, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. When the devil throw something to you, you pull out the sword and cut it in pieces. If you know the word, you notice when Jesus was tempted by the devil, did he call? Oh, I'm a son of God. I have a position in the church. Did he say that? No. He said, "It is written. It is written. It is written." He pulled out the sword and cut the enemy's weapon. He he used the word of God to fight the enemy. So every time something attacked you, you find the word of God and fight back. Amen. Not only that, the word of God also like a double-edged sword that penetrate into your spirit, your marrow. To really show what is wrong in our life, so that we can repent. When you receive the word of God, receive it to your heart and let it just start to do perform an operation. I don't know how big the knife of God is. When I start to cut the skin of my patient, I use number ten blade knife. The ten blade knife is big, and then when I want to cut the this out from somebody back, I use fifteen blade knife, and there are eleven blade knife. But surgery for bigger is 15, and number 10 is for the skin incision. When I cut on somebody, I need to use the 10 blade knife. Can you imagine now? <laughs> But I believe that the word of God. <laughs> I try to make you wake up. The word of God is much more powerful. Than my 10 blade knife. It go into your heart and just and show you who you are and really deal with you, help you to grow. Amen. When you listen to the word, listen with conviction, and say yes, yes, 
I repent, I change. Yes, yes. Don't say no, no, like this all the time. No. Say yes to the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. How many people want your life to stay, remain stable all the days of your life and never fall down no matter what happened? The Bible says the word of God is like a foundation in your life. In Matthew chapter 7, 24 to 27, the last scripture I will read today. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and put them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. If you want your life to remain stable, keep going up, your family, Never break down. Your life is strong. You need to have good, strong foundation. You need to know the Word and practice the Word of God. I want to challenge you today to really, from today on, get hungry for the Word of God. You read the Bible more. Spend time reading the Bible as God speaking to you. Like you read the email of your spouse or your children or your husband. You just read it like somebody was talking to you. And you say, God, I agree what you say. I'm going to surrender. I will yield to the word of God. Our church is built on the foundation of the word of God. Everything we do here is in the Bible. Why we lay hand? Because it's in the Bible. Why we believe in the fire of God? Because it's in the Bible. Why we have care groups? Why we fellowship? Because of the Word of God. The Word of God say fellowship. I enjoy going to care group because I need to fe- have fellowship. I myself, even a pastor, need a fellowship. I'm human like you. I'm a child of God like you. I still need fellowship. You need fellowship too. You need to go to care group and get involved in a small group meeting. Amen? Why we go to Thailand? Why we go to uh, Taiwan? Because it's the Word of God say go and preach the gospel. We go. We need to obey the Word of God. Amen. Why we produce CD and put in the podcast? Because the Word of God says, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will fill the earth as water cover the sea. We want the Word of God to go all over the world. We want to follow the Word of God. Everything we do is based on what the Bible says. Amen. I believe today God speaks to you. How many people say, I'm going to yield to the Word of God? How many people say, I'm going to study the Word more? And take serious about reading the Bible, studying the Bible. Amen. How many of you here who are not sure that if you die today, you will go to heaven? I want to encourage you that heaven and hell are real, for sure. People have gone there and come back and tell many people around the world that they have seen hell and heaven. And the only way to go to heaven is to have the relationship with the owner of heaven, and his name is God. Jehovah, his son named Jesus. And I want to encourage you, if you never invite Jesus to come into your heart, this is a good time to do that. Have a relationship with God. Repent of your sin and say, God, I need to turn away from my sin and I need to have a relationship with you. You just ask God, say, God, come into my life right now. I did that 20-something years ago and I never regret it. God is so real to me. Amen. How many people want to go to heaven? Raise your hand up. If you never invite Jesus, I'd like to pray with you today. Ask the Lord Jesus to come into your life and repent of your sin 
and start to walk with God, follow Him and serve Him. You may worry that oh, my dad and my mom may not be happy about me. You may be worried about something going to happen. Don't worry. If God can create the heaven and the earth, your problem is a piece of cake. He can help you. Not big deal. I think the key is to get God into your life first, and He can help you the rest. Don't procrastinate. You know why? Because we don't know we have tomorrow. We know the past is the past. Today is today, but we don't know we have tomorrow for sure. Is that right? If you ask people from on the double tower in New York that day, I believe when they went to those two towers for working, for that job, they did not know that some of them may not come out. We don't know we have tomorrow. Don't procrastinate. Don't wait. Accept Jesus. You cannot accept Jesus for your dad and your mom. You accept Jesus for yourself. Salvation is personal. You need to make that decision yourself. Amen. How many people want to say, God, I really want to accept Jesus now. I don't want to wait anymore. Raise your hand up. Don't be shy. Raise your hand up. I want Jesus now. I don't want to wait anymore. I don't want to wait for tomorrow. I want to get Jesus into my life right now. Amen. Can I have the privilege to pray for you? Can you please uh, come to the front here and I'll pray for you? And just come out here. Even one or two person come out here. You know, if you stand for Jesus, you are not a shame of Him. He will not be a shame of you either. Don't be a shame of God. Come out here. Come out here. Receive Jesus into your life right now. Receive Jesus into your life. God wants to give you abundant life, new life. Today is a day of salvation. Come out to Jesus; He is waiting for you. Yes, Lord, give your life to Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. Hallelujah. God loves you so much. Close your eyes, lift up your hands to heaven, and pray with me. Father in heaven, Father in heaven, Lord, I admit, Lord, I admit, Lord, I am a sinner. I am a sinner. I need your forgiveness, Lord. I need your forgiveness, Lord. Please forgive me. Of my sin. My sin. Today, today, I want to confess with my mouth. To confess with my mouth. And believe in my heart. Believe my heart, Lord. That Jesus, Jesus is my Lord. Is my Lord. And my Savior. My Savior. He was raised from the dead. He was raised from the dead. On the third day. On the third day. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Come into my life right now. Come into my life right now, Lord. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I will follow you. I will follow you. I will start to read the Bible. I will start to read the Bible. Serve you. Serve you. And proclaim your name. Proclaim my name. Lord Jesus. I believe. I believe. When you come into my life. When you come into my life. I will have abundant life. I will have abundant life. Lord, take away the curses. 
and bondage in my life. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's give hand to those who accept Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Congratulations. God bless you. Now you have salvation. You have ticket to go to heaven. The heaven starts on earth here now. God will bless you on earth here. Amen. Can I pray to bless you? you lift your hand up and we pray. But everyone stretch out your hand and pray to bless these people. Yes, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, Lord, to bless these children of yours, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you will protect them from the enemy. You give them victory over temptation. Lord, that they will be strong and mighty in the power of God. Father, they will, shall be your witness. They shall be used of you. They shall be anointed by you, Father. They shall not lack. They shall be the head, not the tail. They shall be above, not beneath, Father. From today on, they walk into the newness of God. In the name of Jesus, the enemy cannot touch them anymore. And they shall have victory all the days of their life. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. God loves you. So you promise you follow Jesus from now on? Serving Jesus? Amen. Please make sure that you go to church. Amen. Because you, when you grow, you go to church, you will grow. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We trust this message has ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching series, please contact us at 206-275-1042 or visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.org. You may also write to us at the following address, New Hope International Church, 9170 Southeast 64th Street, Mercer Island, Washington, 98040. Thank you very much. 